Jones, it's Trevor, it's Avery, it's Pat, it's the Citywide Special. The Eagles lose their season finale against the Giants in another pitiful display. Jalen Hurts injures his finger in the process and is yet to throw in practice this week. Has the team hit rock bottom? Is there any hope for the playoffs? What changes need to be made in the offseason? The Birds travel to Tampa Bay to take on the Bucks in the wildcard round Monday night. A betrayal on levels no one's ever seen. Star prospect Cutter Gauthier is traded to the Anaheim Ducks for defenseman Jamie Drysdale after the Flyers' fifth overall pick made it clear that he no longer wanted to play in Philly. Drysdale picked up an assist in his Flyers' debut on Wednesday, helping the team to a shootout victory against the Canadiens, but has the rebuild suffered a setback? Could Drysdale prove to be even more valuable than Gauthier? What is going on? The Sixers continue to flounder without Joel Embiid, who remains sidelined with a knee, with knee swelling. Embiid is expected to miss his third straight game on Friday. Can the Sixers get together and remain locked into the third seed, or can the revamped Knicks pose a legitimate threat? The Phillies have signed Rangers Suarez and Jeff Hoffman for 2024, avoiding arbitration with the two pitchers. Alec Bohm, Gregory Soto, and Edmundo Sosa remain arbitration eligible and may be signed in the coming days. All that more, coming up right now. How's it going, fellas? Pretty good. Good to be back. Another day, another pod. So it's always good to be back here for that. Thawing out, dried out from uh, the early part of the week with that crazy-ass storm. Uh, but other than that, despite being de- actually nah, pretty depressed though from the Eagles and everything else that's been going on that way. So from that side of the house, I guess sad, but honestly just numb to most Philly sports right now in a way. But other than that, been pretty okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not so bad, you know. <laughs> it's, it's a new year. It's a new us. Probably not really a new us. Maybe kind of a new Nah, I don't know. Anyway, yo, you know what is funny about this year, man? Is people have woken up and chosen violence. Yeah. Cat Williams uh, yeah. woke up. My man chose violence. Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith woke up yesterday morning chose violence one after jason whitlock man everyone's choosing violence this year mayor street's grandson at Sherelle parker's inauguration party chose violence he, what, what he, he, he fought a security guard oh shit uh, for real <laughs> yeah at, at, after the inauguration like they were clearing out well, like, was, he mad? I, was that kind of party. I don't know i didn't read it like that but it was at the met i guess he left and got a little upset and <laughs> they like, got into a fight with the security guard. It was his grandson? Something like that. So he's like, damn, my grand, my granddad should still be mayor 20 years later. <laughs> I'm choosing violence. But it's yeah, a violent man, year. 2024 might be the year of violence. Who would y'all choose violence, violence on? Nick Sirianni. Any, you could name yeah. any eagle, uh, yeah, probably just, any of them. Just, you know they won't fight back. Yeah, just throw, <laughs> throw a dart at the wall and whatever lands on. Yo, I'm choosing violence on... The PPA, obviously. Ooh. Everyone you gotta, you in Philadelphia gotta have to fight Trevor that. for that too. Yeah, I'm scared yeah. of him. He just Nobody's, got over a hernia. So sorry about my shit on my, my the boys in blue, baby. Uh, Trevor got my, another hernia <laughs> messing around with me. And you'll get a ticket. Damn. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just the the year of violence. I have yet it's to choose uh, any. I'm a peace loving individual, but uh, can't say the same for yeah. Stephen A. Man, did Ooh, you see man, that? That, that think, was funny uh, as shit. Yeah. He said, I apologize. I love that he had, <laughs> I love that he said an alert out first and was like, I'm dropping some heavy shit later on this afternoon. I just want to apologize real quick for <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm about to do. And I was like, what? Because he's been doing some wild shit just 
up in the past couple of months anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh man, he's Stephen been, A, what are we pod, doing he's here? He's really been unleashed on the podcast because he's not, you know, that's his uh, own thing. He's like no restraints. He can no one's keeping him in check at all. And I love yeah. it though. I love yeah. Stephen A now more than ever. And then yeah. damn, Whitlock was not prepared for that. I don't think. Yeah, he's just his delivery, man. The way he says things with his New York accent. He's just trying to stay calm, but you can tell Stephen A's ready to pop off at any minute. Yeah. He's like, that fat bastard. <laughs> he like, said, I won't even say his name, Whitlock. And then just like, he always is like, I'm not yeah. going to ever do I'm this not thing. not going to say his name. Followed by Wait, immediately what? doing it. <laughs> it was like, it's, yeah, it's like that uh, that Kanye clip where he's like, you know, we're all, yeah. I, you know, I can't say it. It was a Jewish doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I, I had to call my pastor, <laughs> Reverend A.R., I forget what the pastor's name is. He said, I have to apologize in advance <laughs> for what I'm about to do. This pastor was like, yeah, you know, I don't approve of this, but sometimes we got to do what we got to do. The whole interview's gold, though. Uh. If you have 45 minutes to spare, listeners, viewers, just look up Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Jason Whitlock on YouTube, and you won't regret it. It's 10 out of 10. And then after that, you got to listen to Cat Williams because that shit is. Yeah, if you have another oh. three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The... Damn. But yeah, as I'm saying, man, 2024, the year of violence. Let's go. I like it. People aren't holding that shit in. They're just airing it out. And honestly, I'm into it. Yeah, just keep bringing it, man. Yo, yeah. We're a full presidential term out of COVID at this point, more or less. Yeah. COVID. The violence was dormant. Everyone was trying to stay safe, stay in the house. Then once you got out of the house, you were all loving and peaceful. That time's over, man. We're on to a new year, a new era, the era of violence. Winter hit hard. Everyone's all like, you know what? I do hate this shit. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. What the, I'm trying, I wonder what year it is in terms of like the, um, you know, the, like the, what do they call it? Like the Chinese like horoscope thing. Oh, like, like is it's it the, the year of the rat. Like is it the year of the, the dragon? Or is the year of the, the dog. The year of the. I don't know. Try to look it up real quick. Uh, what's the most violent animal? I mean, what's more? Well, you would think a dragon would be like, unless there's a year of the pit bull. Yeah. The year, yeah, <laughs> the year of the XL bully, yeah. the one that they they like the banned. Ba- they like banned it in Britain. Everyone's like, the year of the uh, could be the year of the snake. You know, getting everybody all riled up because there's a lot of snakes out snakes here. Are, Trevor, you're up. a snake, right? Eighty-eight's a snake, right? No, I think I'm a dragon. I think I'm a pig. You wish you were a dragon. I'm pretty sure 88's a dragon, man. I think 95's a pig. Y'all know I'm a young buck up here. 96 is a rat. We're not in the year of the rat. Um, the ox. Ooh, uh, is this no. year? Nah. Uh, they're stubborn. They're strong. What year? Maybe I'm the snake. What's 2020? What year are we in? 2024? I'm going to guess. Yeah, 2024. The praying mantis. Is that one of them? I don't, I don't think know. So. Can it be? But that sounds. I don't like remember seeing that on a little placemat at the Chinese restaurant. Oh, <laughs> That's right. They ripped their mates' heads stuff. off. I'm pretty sure. 2023 yeah, yeah. was the rabbit. It's that was calm. the rabbit. Yeah, we so it makes sense. They was getting all pregnant yeah. and shit. A lot of pregnancies. Yep, we're in the year of the dragon. Dude. Oh. There you go. And man. then Trevor to 88. You were the dragon. I Maybe the I'm dragon. the snake. Damn. I'm the dragon. It's yeah. It's my year again. Yeah, I'm 80. This is going to be my year, baby. What's 95? 89's the snake. 95. Let's see. What is 95? I don't know. I thought it was a pig. You might be right. I do like pork like that. Damn, you can't be eating your own kind, though. That's cannibalism. Yo, did you all watch that thing on Netflix about the yeah, soccer teams? 
Uh, I didn't yet. I was going to watch it, but then I saw it was kind of long and I didn't have time. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. Where they crash and they eat each other? Yeah. yeah you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You got to do got to do at that point. We be kind of similar to the submarine shit. I mean, you know, yeah. desperate times. Yes, it looks like 95 is the pig. You're right, dude. Oink, oink, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. No one's eating their own kind here. Not like that, obviously. Yeah, but I've never eaten a dragon in my life. A dragon not even a lizard. Good, not though. even an alligator? I have eaten an alligator, yeah, when I was in Technically, yeah, I guess that's the closest we could get. Dude, yeah, I got I got like some gator uh, like jerky. Mm. Oh, gator's at, banging, uh, dude. At the, oh, one of those little like swamp tour places and like the gift shop, you get gator jerky. And then like one night... There was just a dude, like on like a street vendor, just selling like gator dogs. Hell yeah! They were sick. Yeah, I like gator meat. Yeah, gators gr- taste like chicken. It does. Yeah, it's not bad. It sounds cliche. I feel like every time you have something that <laughs> yeah. is unfamiliar, people is say that. They're but... similar to reptiles, though. No, like uh... chickens. Yeah, I think so. They're like, both like dinosaurs. Aren't they related to like a T Rex yeah. in a way? Oh, yeah, really? chickens are related to dinosaurs. That's why I got them little ass arms, T Rex too, because they're I guess like that makes sense. part chicken in there yeah. or something like that. I don't know. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure they're closely related. Like frog meat, all them reptiles. Maybe they say like velociraptors. They're not like they are in Jurassic Park. They're much. They were much the, smaller and probably more chicken like in chickens. real life. Now, yeah. Komodo yeah. dragon probably tastes like ass. Komodo dragons, those things are fucking crazy. They eat They'll everything. They'll fuck your ass up. Oh, yeah. They probably don't taste that bad. Why do you uh, think no, that tastes bad? Because they're so muscular. It's probably just all tough. An alligator is muscular? Nah, but they're kind of like lazy a little bit too. They just chill. They're quick. But Komodo dragons just or what's it called? What was I saying? Yeah, Komodo dragons. Yeah, they going. just seem a little. Mm. Those things are dangerous. We man. might yeah. have to go poach one, cook it, and eat it. They're like all muscle. Yeah. You ever had elk meat before? I've had elk. Elk's all muscle. Elk tastes good. Is that like? Yeah, but uh, elk isn't like. But it's not like. Less gamey though than like per se like is that like, like what venison is or is Kinda. elk different? Elk's even tougher than like elk's like a tougher venison. Bigger, I say. they're bigger than bigger, the deer. T- like tougher, like because it's more muscular, it's a little tougher than meat, but it tastes good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get the right cut of it. Mm-hmm. But all that stuff could be kind of gamey. But the right bear meat, bear jerky's good. Bear, I've never had bear. Bear's bear. good, but you know we'll get to that when it's the year of the bear. We'll get some bear jerky. <laughs> yeah. Or if Nick ever gets lucky with a black bear. Yeah, Nick. You can hunt them in PA. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, Nick, yeah. Nick's uncle goes hunting for bear. Hey, Nick, our cute designer Damn. friend. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't referenced Nick as our cute designer friend in a while. Yeah, had to, had to pull bear him back in meat. real quick. Nick, yeah, let us get some bear meat, dude. Nick's uncle, if you're listening, which you probably aren't, but if you are, man, catch us a bear. <laughs> yeah. Catch a bear for your, or not catch, kill a bear for yourself and let us get a couple pounds. There's definitely plenty of meat to share with a bear. Exactly. It's big as hell. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot on there. It's awesome bear rib. Mm. But speaking of dead animals, I guess we can move into uh, yeah, the birds. Our eagles. <laughs> on into our dead birds. Our dilapidated our endangered eagles. species. <laughs> yeah, man. Another pathetic. Bad. Uh, pathetic. Pathetic. I think this was probably the worst one of the season, in my opinion. Uh, there was just no... We've been saying it for the last couple of weeks of, like, have they hit rock bottom? And I feel like they're just checked out. I feel like if you hit rock bottom, at least, like, I don't know. You try at least and, like, okay, they play, like, bad. They play, like, shit and, like, okay, they're rock bottom. But they just have no effort or rhyme or reason or there's nothing out there. And we kind of called this last week where, like, if they don't have a game plan, that's how you get hurt at MetLife or in any game. Yeah. And literally, Hurts goes, dislocates his finger on a weird play, hitting a helmet. You got A.J. Brown, thank God, 
didn't tear anything, but that could have been that have been playoff ending, even if yeah, we're not doing anything really anyway. Bad when it first yeah. happened, but I mean, well, go on, Sydney Brown. Sydney does Brown tear something. does tear his ACL. Yeah, he's, he's out. Done-zo. You know, I mean, it's just you're you're putting these guys in bad coaching equals you know. Uh, unsafe play. It's like I've been saying, man, like the coach's priority is to put the players in a position to win and for the team to win. The Eagles coaches not only do the exact opposite, but they've been putting guys in a position to get hurt. Yeah, it's reckless. And it's honestly just unprofessional. Uh, there's no, there's no, uh, what was I saying before about Sirianni just having like not even just composure or just any kind of leadership that way. Like, yeah, we love it when you're 10 and 1. Pff, you can do the bird gang sign and flap your wings up and down and yell at everybody on the sideline and it's fun and we love it. But when shit starts getting tough and he quoted himself this week, so he's like, yeah, they pay me not to win the easy games. They pay me to win the hard games. And like, dude, you can't even win the fucking easy games. Yeah. Like, take the reins. And if you can't trust Brian Johnson, then you do something. But if the fact that your OC can't make plays. You clearly can't do shit. You're just making these guys out there hurts not for nothing. And I know that he he definitely deserves some uh, back backlash, but he's a young man still at quarterback. You know, leading the team, a lot of pressure, expectations are high. Just got a big fat paycheck, and like you're not setting this guy up mentally for success. Oh, they failed him. So it's just I don't know, man. It, it mind boggling. Absolutely mind-boggling after that game. Yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on this game because no. by halftime it was over. Yep. But uh, the thing that irritated me the most is anyone that watches the Giants knows that they like to blitz. Wink Martindale, Wink Martindale this is great to fame. Wink Martindale's going to blitz 65 to 70% of the time every game. The Eagles played them two weeks ago. What did they do? They blitzed a ton. Yeah. They come into this game – and start blitzing, and you would think the Eagles never seen a blitz before in their life. Yep. Hertz is some of it's on Hertz. Certainly, Hertz is snap. They're taking the snap and just rolling out right away. But come on, man, where are your hot routes, Nothing. Trevor? You, I think you mentioned that before. They don't call any hot routes. Yeah, I mean, at the time, it's like, yeah, I mean, you can certainly uh, blame Hertz a little bit, but it's like, what's he supposed to do when? He's getting blitzed. He's at the point where like the ball needs to come out, and he's looking at all his receivers' backs. Yeah, like what the like what the yeah. fuck's he gonna do? Yeah, so I think that comes down to to play calling. I think that comes down to philosophy. I guess it was last week, right? I was complaining about the defensive philosophy. This week, I'm gonna complain about the offensive philosophy because Nick Sirianni is so focused on explosive plays. Shoot, 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 shoot. Shots. Explosives. Explosives. So he's like his boy Johnny Gaines. He's so focused on explosive plays that sometimes I think he forgets, yeah, you can dink your dink and dunk your way down the field pretty easily. Yeah, if that's what they're giving you. Right. They just yeah. don't take what the defense is giving them. They haven't really done that for much of the last half a season. Yeah. It's just run four verts. We'll run the occasional crossing route. But for the most part, we're just going to send our guys deep and rely on their talent to win. And it's just not working. And yeah. honestly, like the the amount of pressure that they're getting too, like you wouldn't expect us to have three out of five guys make the Pro Bowl in the O-line, two 1,000-yard receivers, a 1,000-yard rusher. Like there's no – I don't know how they made that Pro Bowl or how they have those stats because they haven't shown anything at all. Not even a 100-yard receiver in the last three weeks. That's pathetic. Yeah, I it's think pathetic. It, you might have had seventy-five yards for you know, AJ Brown. A couple Brown guys or got close, but yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, since it's, the it's, second Dallas game, no one's made it. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it's stagnant. It's been stagnant for weeks, honestly. Uh, and you can't. This is a 
the worst possible setup to go into the playoffs that way. Everybody else, even Tampa Bay, despite their shitty-ass win that they had, they're at least excited to go in there. Like, they have momentum coming in. Every other team has momentum. You got Joe Flacco riding that high. The Browns are looking good with that defense. Even the fucking Houston Texans, rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, they won their division, and they're going to playoffs. Like, teams are excited to go in there. I haven't seen a team in the NFL that has had a fan base that is more depressed about making the playoffs it doesn't even feel like there's a playoff game it feels like we're back like just week 18 like like, yeah i feel like there's like it's like an exhibition game on monday yeah yeah. someone's gonna get hurt or it's just gonna be it could be this could be a huge just dilapidating game i could see it's getting completely shellacked yeah and the thing and to go back to like the the blitzing thing i mean this is why like i'm at the point where I'm kind of just solidly on like the fire Sirianni train as crazy as, as that seems like start of the year. But it's just the fact that they just have not addressed it at all, all season. They know exactly. Like, I mean, like it's just wild. Cause you're, I mean, clearly they're, they're having like meetings all week. They're watching film. They see what's happening. I'm just like, what are they talking about yeah. when they're looking at this stuff? Right. Like what, like, is it just like, Oh, we just need to try harder. Like what? I just don't get it, and the and the thing about it is, is that the them like just refusing to address this is not only is it detrimental to winning football games, but it's like organizational malpractice. Yeah. Because you're gonna get Jalen Hurts fucking killed. Yeah. You're you're facing the franchise, two hundred fifty million dollar quarterback. Like they're going to get him fucking killed. And like, yeah, he's more important than anyone on that coaching staff. So as far as I'm concerned, they can all fucking go. Yeah. I mean, they haven't earned in the last couple of weeks. They haven't given you any ounce of hope. Yeah, you know, yeah, they don't deserve our trust. Like, no, what if, yeah. What if, yeah, exactly. It's Even like, if they do come out here and like somehow do beat Tampa Bay, unless they go in a crazy ass run and lose in the championship game, there's no way that you can even come back and say like I've did enough to make this team do anything. You went ten and one. You were the first team to go ten and one and fucking lose their division. To start off ten and one that way, I should say. Yeah. Like I it's just it's mind boggling. And yeah. they give you an extra game the last two years. You get seventeen weeks now or eighteen, whatever the fuck it is. Like and, and the other thing too, right, is um yes, they did have that gauntlet schedule where they played all those tough teams in the middle. But then we were looking at that back half of the schedule where it's Giants, Cardinals, Giants, thinking, yeah, you should go three and oh at worst, two and one. They go one and two and get blown out in two of the games. And it just paints a bad image of what this coaching staff has done to the point that unless the Eagles win, I think that coaching staff, for the most part, they're they're gone. I don't think Sirianni's gone. I wouldn't be opposed to him being gone. If they get blown out, if they get destroyed, then I think Sirianni maybe does go. But if it's a close game and they lose, I think he comes back. But there are some provisions that he has to agree to. Yeah, I mean, like, I think we were talking about this earlier. It might be, like, another sort of, um, you know, similar to, like, the Doug situation where in the offseason they might have to sit down and be like, you're going to need to, like, give someone else control over the offense and, like, install something new and this and that. And I don't know if he's going to go for that. We'll see. Yeah, he may res- end up saying, like, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm walking. Yeah. yeah, but to be honest, like, he, he – the last couple year and a half, two years, he hasn't really owned the offensive play calling anyway. So like we're keeping him here for these motivational speeches or half you know yeah. end of game rants. Like there's no real reason to like 
And in the midst of all that, like, A.J. Brown had to have a fucking, like, players-only meeting pretty much begging everyone to, like, not quit on the coaches. So, like, right. what does that say about right. Sirianni yeah. and his the, coaching staff? Meanwhile, the press is trying to paint the picture that A.J. Brown's the bad guy in the locker room. Like, it's just, yeah. it's gotten it's just so like out of hand that it's, and even Kevin Byer made a point that he's like, you know, Tennessee, small market, like, shit that, was, that happened in the locker room and that happened in the team, like, never really got out. He's like, Philadelphia has a bigger market team. Like, shit just leaks like crazy over yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, Philly has... 30 media members like tennessee probably has four yeah you know what i mean and even dallas goddard made a point too where like you mentioned the gauntlet of the schedule and like once we got through that gauntlet i think that they as a team is what he was saying like expected to give up a couple of those games and then make it up later in the season and they ended up you doing, can't think like that. they ended up doing really well in that gauntlet and locked in the already a playoff spot and i feel like what he was saying was that like you know once we had that in our head a lot of the guys on the locker room were like all right well we at least made the playoffs, like we're good to go. And that's a terrible precedent to have. But it's also a lack of leadership in the locker room. There's yeah. no no one stepped up. Even Slay, like on the field, he's great and helps the defense out with leadership that way. But you know, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham, honestly, it's kind of depressing to see them not really get that locker room I mean, in check. I will well, say let's, yeah. let's be honest, like I mean, we all got one foot out the door, pretty much. I know, so but like, you came back. My point is that you came back for a reason for this year to potentially mm-hmm. go back and do something great again, or at least make a deep playoff run. And you came back. You this then eventually hurts the team that you supposedly love. Then, if you want to come back and half-ass it, that ain't gonna help anybody out because now these young rooks are seeing that shit. They don't give a fuck. Then you're not playing your best. You're acting like you don't care. You can only say, well. Now everyone's doubting us. We're the underdog now. Bitch, that's totally different than what it was in 2017. Mm-hmm. That's because we should have been number one and we were getting knocked the whole time and we had something to prove. You have expectations already built up. You're not an underdog. You should be the top seed or at least number two or three. Like, this isn't an yeah. underdog story here if they pull this shit out. Like, they're just playing to their actual standard, what they've been saying all year. Yeah. I'm over the dog thing. If I see a fucking dog mask <laughs> on Monday, I'm going to kill a dog. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, speaking no- of guys like coming back for one more year, like, the fact that like Jason Kelsey came back and has been playing great all year. All and, pro. Like, and like, he deserves is, better, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's shameful, man. Yeah. It's absolutely, it's a disgrace. It's just that, pathetic. Like, this is what they've given him. It's absolutely pathetic. So the only hope is that even if they do. In my head, I don't think they get rid of Sirianni. If they keep it a close game and lose, he probably stays. If they win and lose in the second round, he probably stays. However, if they do decide to move away, I want them to understand that there's so much talent still on this team with the guys that you have locked in for the next year or two. Make a meaningful move at head coach. Don't go out there and get some crazy fucking project or some young coordinator that hasn't done anything yet. Give me a a savvy vet kind of guy. You know what I mean? Either a Vrabel... Or fucking even Frank Reich, I'll take him back. Give me someone that is at least a little bit more stable, because we can't go back to these fucking philo- philosophical plant the I seed mean, and water the flower type of shit. It doesn't work. If you look at their hiring history, every coach, really, I guess dating back to before Andy Reid, has been someone that it's that's the new innovative guy. Andy Reid was an offensive line coach in Green Bay, and then an O coordinator. We brought him in. After him, it was who? Yeah, but at that point, he already had a ring, though. But yeah, like he wasn't an established head coach. No, but he had experience on a winning yeah, team he and had a experience, franchise. But like he wasn't a head previous head coach, is my point. True. Like so, then they bring in Chip, which that was probably a little more outside the box. College coach brings a system, whatever does well. Then they bring in Doug, first time head coach, brings some innovation, brings Sirianni, and I don't know how much innovation he brought in, so much as he was a new coach. 
But yeah, I think they they've shown that they have propensity to hire these guys that don't really have coaching experience. They don't like a retread. They like someone that brings new ideas. But I don't think that they do a good job of vetting the new ideas. Doug was gone in three years. Sirianni could be gone in three years. They really need to do a good job of finding the next McVay. You know I understand, but I think that like McVay was found as a, you know, coordinator wise. Like we're not going to get that. I think that Sirianni needs to stay. That's my take. I think he should I stay. I think he should. And you should build around him stability. If all the great franchises that go back and make runs at the playoffs like that have had a, a main person at the helm for quite a while, and it would be good for the team, that's kind of a demoralizing move to then have Hertz have two different coaches because he was here for Dougie P for a hot second. Like, it would be good for the team to have stability that way and just give him a good supporting cast of OCDC, even if Howie or Lori has to step in and fill those gaps. But I, I, if they get rid of Sirianni and don't give a bring a, a stud in, this team's going to be a fucking mess. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess we can talk about the whole Sirianni thing, right? So do you think this talk of him being on the hot seat as much as he is is warranted? I don't think that you do, Trevor. It feels like you do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm there. I'm torn. I yeah. think that- To me, it's like, I mean, to me, like, the main argument for keeping him is – just for like continuity's sake, and like you don't want to like. I mean, like Hertz has had so many like different like offensive coaches, and even going you know if you go all the way back to like his college career, like he's had like a new system to get acquainted with, like every two years or whatever. So I understand that. I think that's like a valid point. But like, I don't know. Other than like that, and just like the fact that like, regardless of our schedule and how lucky we got like that Sirianni did get us to the Super Bowl last year. That's like something that counts for something. But like, if you get into like the nitty gritty of like, what does he, has he actually done as a coach and like, how has he handled things this year? How has he adjust? Like, I just, there's nothing there for me. I don't know. Hmm. I think patience has been exhausted. I think that last year you can't just dismiss totally. I think this year sucks for the later half. The first half, no one thought about it at all. So 11 games, we were like, yeah, this guy's like, boom, we could do this every year. We go off eight, eight no runs. Like, this is fine. I think that it's upsetting to see how the team has kind of, you know, dissipated at the end. But it goes back to the point of, like, stability. And I think that, you know, Sirianni is still a young head coach, still learning, figuring it out. You know, he could be a great head coach one day. Um, but you got to give him another shot. And I think that a lot of it, too, comes down, you can't discredit, too, the players' lack of accountability. And I think that, you know, the offense, I get it, might not be the most, you know, crazy and innovative offense right now, the way that they played, but they literally, all the stats they had last year, the same fucking team. So a lot of those times when you said, like, when he's getting blitzed and running out of the pocket, yeah, their backs to Hurts, or they're just standing there. There's a lot of times where A.J. Brown and Devontae are just standing there with a corner. Yeah. No one's moving. Like, at least with, scramble drill at and least they even aren't back anything. with Wentz, like Torrey Smith and all those guys, uh, Alshon, like, they would – Make a cut, help, they, they help knew out how the to quarterback, do a drill. and yeah. they don't help out Hurts at all that way. I'm not saying that it's anyone's one fault, and it's kind of hard to – the team is kind of such a mess that it really is hard to point one finger at one specific thing. Yeah. And it's easy to cop out and say, yeah, it's Sirianni, it's not doing his job. But, like, you watch the game, and, like, even Hannah's watching the game going, like, why does Hurts do that every every play? Every passing play seems like he's run to the right. Mm-hmm. I mean – Yeah, I think – to your point, you did bring up some a very good point there. You said that he could be a great coach. When the Eagles hired Sirianni, I'll never forget, 
Jeffrey Lurie said, we're hiring you for the coach you are now, but also the coach that you could become. Right. And if you fire him after three years, you aren't really giving him a chance to become the exactly. coach that he could become, right? So, yeah, is it upsetting to watch the Eagles offense and just to watch just the players just sort of check out? Yes, it is. But I don't think that you can lay all the blame on Sirianni. Some of it certainly is warranted. But, I mean, most co- if, if every coach got fired after they had one bad season – Coach turnover would be crazy. There'd be coaches getting fired every two or three years, which doesn't really happen in any sport, not the NFL. So the way I look at it is I don't think he should be fired. If they get blown out, I think the Eagles might act on impulse and say, yeah, we need to make some moves. We need to make some tough decisions. But if it's a close game and they lose or if they win and advance to the next round and then they lose, I think he comes back under the provision that, okay, we had this really good offense. Talent-wise, it should have been even better. Nick, here's what we want to do to help mm-hmm. you out. What do you think? I think if it makes he agrees, sense. great. If he doesn't agree, then maybe they look to give him the boot. But he seems I, like it would a just yes be man. too short-sighted like... to just say, okay, you had one bad season against a really tough schedule, coming off a Super Bowl where we know a Super Bowl hangover does happen. Look at the Chiefs, right. for example. Um, I don't see them doing it i don't think that it's deserved but if they do get blown out then i think the eagles overreact and just give him the boot and then he probably goes on somewhere else and has a nice career like andy Reid. then we regret it yeah he can go to the chargers or any other young team and have a good time and i could see that happening but you know it's a weird end of year and i think people are just getting a little I've been saying it since three weeks ago. The team's in shambles, and now everyone else is in shambles, and, you know, it's like the house is on fire. But it really isn't. They have – it's not like we're just trying to piece together a shitty team to see if we can make a run here. Like, they could t- – feasibly, they could somehow turn it around, and they could be the team of week one through 11 and really dominate. But they just haven't proven themselves that way yet. So, you know, I got to just try to avoid all the fucking fluff between now and Monday of all these – Oh wow! Like they're doing a padded practice today. Oh, I'm not buying like, any you know of that what I mean? Like, I, wait they, they till lost Monday. Me with that three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Wait yeah. till Monday. We see what team decides to show up, and then we'll know what we're doing here. But yeah. well, what we haven't really talked about yet is the uh, the abysmal defense. Oh yeah, there's no fixing that defense. That's, that's oh. so. That's the thing. It's like even. I mean, yeah. Uh, Trash. You know, going going in, going into the season, it was like okay, like the defense isn't going to be great, but as long as they're like okay. And our offense is like a top five offense, whatever. We'll be fine. But now it's like the t- the offense needs to be the best offense in the league. Yeah. We need I mean, to be scoring like 35 points yeah. a game or we're, we're fucking toast because holy shit, is this defense bad. Right. It's still a top 10 offense, but even a top 10 offense needs a 20th ranked defense. Yeah, just give mm-hmm. me something. And they're like you know? 29th. 26th, 27th, as opposed to being first in sacks, first in pressure, second in picks last year. It's like Baltimore's defense this year. They're, yeah. That team is built. They got, they're the first team, I think, or one of the first teams to have the triple crown. They have like most sacks, most turnovers, and least amount of points. Yeah. They're phenomenal. Yeah. But I think the biggest factor that we're not thinking about for this game in the playoffs, though, is the return. Not big play slay. But Dom, baby, Big Dom is back that's on the sideline yeah. for the playoffs. That they, may, that may, maybe that's they, the you know. Yeah, he needs a g- real Sirianni in, Big dude. Dom, baby, yep. we were ten and two when he was on the sideline. We were one with this whole sh- when the team started unraveling was after he left the sideline, mm-hmm. and now he's back, baby. 
Yeah, maybe maybe Dom is just like 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 secretly an offensive genius, <laughs> and has actually been the guy like feeding plays to people, and like the Eagles don't want to say anything about mm-hmm. that because they don't want people poaching them or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's a big like, plays for someone. Yeah, like like yeah, like it'd be hilarious if like next week like Big Dom comes back and all of a sudden they're like they got the hot reads, they got the yeah, they, they do the blitz, they got everything. The blitz. Yeah, yeah, they got everything in place. They just need like. They just need big down on the sidelines being like, yo, call a screen right here. It's, yeah. a, big, it's a big factor, baby. I could see it. Yeah, dude. I mean, if if any if nothing else, the players will feel most feel more secure. Yeah. More feel confident more safer. in what they're yeah. doing. They'll do a better job. Yeah. I think having Slade back, I was really disappointed in the defense last week when Cunningham came back. I was like, oh, maybe they'll have a better run defense. Nah. No. Still. No. I mean, Tyrod Taylor. Tommy Cutlets, they all chewed us up for whatever they wanted. Every second and long, second and short, third and long, third and short was just a give up. Dude, that uh, defense looks so clueless. So Yo, the first the first two plays of the game, Hassan Reddick drops. Drops their coverage. Dude. Yeah. And then the third the third Unreal. play he comes on a uh it was a running play. He gets a TFL. He yeah. gets a tackle for loss. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, it's, yeah, you should have had him on the line that the whole is like goddamn the time. The most insane shit I've and ever then, seen. The second play, they bring Byard on the blitz from depth. He's playing back where the safety is. Right. He comes up from depth. Don't you know they run a route right behind him? Right. It's like, what are you thinking? He wasn't going to get him anyway this from back fucking there. fucking Brian Dawkins or Paul Mahalo. Yeah. Like, it's, come on, man. If I, I, yeah, that's the thing. That's the problem with this, like, Patricia shit. It's like, it'd be one thing if it was just like, because they said, like, oh, they're bringing him in to call the plays or whatever. It's like, okay, whatever. Like, I mean, that that was always very strange. Like, we don't have to go all, throughout, all over that again. But it's just like, not only are, is he calling the plays, but he's, like, implementing a whole new, like, system. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just keep everything late. the same. Like, too just, late in the game here, big dog. Yeah, if it's like, you know, if it's like, oh, we think this guy has some more experience and, like, knows which plays to call when, it's like, okay, whatever. But, like, he's trying to implement a whole different thing. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? This team, this defense no is built around the front seven applying pressure. We're not a safety blitz team with the way that we're built right now. Yeah, and you can't do that shit yeah. week 15 with a newly acquired free agent a fucking band-aid job of a linebacker core, no starting corners washed, except for r- washed yeah. Bradbury. Yeah, you, you know. can you can blitz your safeties when you have Troy Vincent and Bobby Taylor. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to, to throw it back a little bit, but yeah, right. you wonder why Brian Dawkins got so many sacks. Exactly. Look at his corners. Right. Al Harrison Sheldon and Brown. Nickel. Yeah. Sheldon Brown yeah. out there. You know what I mean? Lido Shepard, all that shit. You got Trotter up in the middle. Come on now. Yeah, we can't be doing no, that. No, we but... don't have Trent Cole. In the f- I mean, that was a anyway, but yeah, yeah but... damn, when they had the KO spikes too and fucking yeah. uh man, we had beasts yeah. all over that line, dude. Yeah. But yeah, this defense, oh my God. Speaking of Patricia, do we want to take a little trip down memory lane? Yeah, Yeah. let's let's do this. So this this was uh, way back in uh, episode seven of the pod, back in April. uh, This this was our initial takes on the uh, Patricia hire. First of all, just why? Why? Of all the people. (laughs) Like, why would you touch this dude? I think I might have joked about this the first episode of the pod, is imagining him just, the dynamic with him, Slay, and Sirianni. And just what that's going to do to your team and how it's going to ruin the culture. And just, I'm very glad, at the time I remember saying, I'm very glad that they did not do this. And for whatever reason, they had to turn around and bring this guy in, piss off your defensive captain. And uh, the only good thing is I feel like Slay probably, I mean, he does carry more weight than somebody's, 
This team has so many more assistants than I've seen in a coaching staff. Like, there's an assistant yeah, ball boy. There's an assistant big, towel uh, guy. There's, like, the assistant to the guy that fills yeah. the water bottle for the team. It's like, <laughs> what? Why? Yeah, there's a lot what? of branches in the coaching right. tree. What does Nick Sirianni do? Like, he just runs around and has, like, That's he's the head coach. He has, like, assistant <laughs> he's offensive. He's hype man. Yeah, yeah he's like, he's and I'm cool with that. Yeah. at the ref and makes faces at the camera. I'm fine with that. That's why he's one of us. But at the same time, it's like, what? You know, do we need Matt Patricia of all guys? Like, what? Yeah, this guy what? was an assistant coach, a head coach, sucked at that shit, went back to his daddy, sucked at that again, <laughs> yeah. and we got well, him. They were saying, too, I mean, they were, like, defending this by being like, well, you know, you look at the guy's resume. I was like, have you looked at his resume? <laughs> right, yeah. right, which one are you looking at? <laughs> what the hell? Like, this guy's a perennial fucking loser. All his teams suck. All his defenses have been Like, remember, 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 remember we put up, like, 40-plus points against right. him in the Super Bowl? <laughs> we won the Super Bowl because that guy was coaching on the other side? Unreal. I mean, he lost his job to a guy that sticks his tongue out every other play. It's like, what are we doing here? But, you know, the the uh, Belichick son. Oh, yeah, that guy's so weird. (laughs) Such a weird guy. Damn. Yeah. There were some good takes in there. I'm not going to lie. Prophetic stuff there. Towards the end of that, or after that clip that you, Trevor, you just played there, we all go on to say at one point or another. Yeah, ultimately, I think that's going to be irrelevant. We're going to forget he's on the he's on yeah. the staff by week two. Right, it's, it's like, not going to matter. One of these little like advisor type of guys, like nope. Little he's, did we know, he's literally the defensive coordinator. Yeah. But there, are I mean, some... imagine, imagine like how we would have reacted if in the middle of the season they were just hired, just straight up hired him as the DC. <laughs> oh god, we've all been losing our fucking yeah. shit, and that's where we're at. Yeah, yeah. they what just the waited. Fuck? They waited until the worst possible time in the season to do that. Dude, but that take on Sirianni, I will say. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Wowza. Damn. It's true, though. And then I mean, at one point, it's like, yeah, he's not actually going to be on the sidelines. Now he's on the sidelines. He won't have that pencil on the sideline. Yep. No, he does in the rain with pencil boy with a marker board. Oh, my God, man. But, well, at any rate, I don't think he's coming back to be the coordinator. No, every, <laughs> I hope if, not, they man. would have to be smoking in the worst dope if imaginable. If they keep Sirianni, they got to get rid of every coordinator that they signed this year. Let Brian Johnson go wherever he wants to. Let everybody fucking walk, except Stoughton University. Obviously, keep him in there, but everybody's got to go. Yeah. Everybody's go. I said, yeah, I said a couple weeks. I think after the uh, after the Cardinals game, I said fire everyone except yeah. for Stoutland and Big Dog. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> everyone else is out of here. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they go that route. Chuckle fucks. If, yeah. if, if they get blown out, I think that's the route that they take. But uh, so I guess we have to do yeah, a we, sorry we, ass the, prediction. Uh, yeah, we can talk about this game a little bit. The Bucks aren't that great. Yeah, they they scored three field goals against the Panthers. The last two and fourteen year. Panthers. Yeah, so they look. Like trash. Yeah, Baker's banged up. That was a big divisional matchup, though. You know what I mean? So the Panthers were really playing hard. Yeah, the Panthers were really yeah. playing hard. Panthers should have wanted to lose that. <laughs> well, no, they don't get to keep their pick. Right, it's the Bears' yeah, pick. So it, so it even helped the Bears yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah it didn't matter to them. But yeah, I mean, the Bucks. I don't think they're that good. I got a couple stats written down, right? So the Bucks have the 17th ranked passing offense, which isn't great. They have the worst rushing offense. I couldn't even tell you who their running back is. Is it White? Rashad still? White. He, still? Was, he was good in fantasy. I had him on our, Yeah, he was actually sneaky good. But yeah, I mean. Scored a lot of touchdowns. They don't really have a great offense. So, in theory, this defense should be able to force them to be one-dimensional. I mean, they can't really run the ball, right? But. In theory, it doesn't work here. I mean, in theory, the Eagles should have won their last yeah. two, two games. Yeah, beat the Cardinals <laughs> and the Giants. Yeah, 
theory, we should be the one seed and win the division. In but... theory, Matt Patricia should not be our defense. Right. <laughs> but yeah. this is Eagles land and nothing makes yeah. sense anymore. <laughs> Nothing's back. Yeah. This math ain't math. Anymore. Getting weird. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think the defense, I think the defense is going to let us down. The other thing, injury-wise, we know that Jalen Hurts is banged up. Dislocated ring finger on Philadelphia his throwing arm. Philadelphia players with these fucking finger injuries, man. I can't yeah. stand it anymore. Yep, here we I'm losing go again. it. I'm losing it. These here we fucking go finger again. jobs. Mm-mm. AJ Brown looked like he might have sprained a knee or something. Reed Blankenship's out. Injuries are going to hurt us. But I also think if Hurts is really banged up and AJ Brown's not there, they're going to blitz the hell out of us, and we're not going. We don't know what to do when we're healthy. We're not going to be able to handle a blitz if we're banged up. Todd Bowles is going to blitz. He's going to blitz seventy percent of the time Shaq again. Barrett's going to get three sacks, three and a half sacks. Yeah, Vita Vey is going to be all up in yeah. that A gap, dude. He coming for that ass. Yeah, he's a big boy too. Yeah, that's a big bitch, man. I like him. Washington, he came from. Oh, he's a beast, dude. Yeah. But that guy's a big. big my point. My point is <laughs> that guy's a big. In he's theory, big. the Eagles should be <laughs> big, able to big, win. Big man. <laughs> in theory, the Eagles should be able to win this game. Line is Eagles minus three. I don't know how they keep giving us this shit. To be honest with you, like There's, I don't. Vegas is. <laughs> I don't understand. Hey, weed's legal in Vegas. They must be doing writing these lines when they're high as Christ, dude. I don't get it. But I'm taking the Bucks outright. I already bet it on on DraftKings. Money Shout line. Out. Yeah, I bet Bucks money line. It was like I got in when it was like plus one thirty eight. Yes, sir. I got Eagles losing thirty one sixteen. Damn. Damn, losing. So you think Sirianni's out of here then? Yeah. <laughs> I don't you think, were just saying. Well, I don't think it's warranted, but I think it is if if they get blown out like I'm predicting, I think they're going to act on impulse and he's gone. Oh, man. Trevor? Um, You said 31 what? 16. God, 16? Yeah. So, so I'm saying this game, uh, so despite the fact that the Eagles have looked atrocious the past uh four weeks or whatever um i think they will win this game and what? force us to suffer even more mm. they're gonna so that we all have to watch them uh you know get blown out by the san francisco or uh, the san francisco 49ers It'll, you know that game that, that'll that's gonna be like you know watching your own son get uh like machine gunned to death or whatever <laughs> Uh, we're all going to just sit there and watch it. Um, yeah, it's going to be uh, supposed to be rainy conditions. I think it's going to be really ugly game, sloppy game. No one's going to be doing much on offense. It's just going to be gross. Uh, I'm saying um, I think it's going to push on the spread. I think it's going to be right there. Uh, 17 uh, fucking, yeah, 17-14 Eagles. Wow. 17-14 wow. Eagles. We're going to be talking about him again next week, baby. Oh, God. I hope not, man. I want to have my weekends back, dude. Or at least to focus on the Flyers and Sixers a little more. Good Lord. Uh, yeah, I think whether whatever it is. I mean, it rained last time we played him down there a little bit, too. Um, I think Swift has a pretty big game. Hopefully. I mean, he had his best game of the year against them. Their D-line is good with the Blitz. Hopefully, if they've fucking look at the tape or just anything you should run against the blitz not just have your quarterback run around like an idiot um but i still think that as much as i want the eagles to win i can see it shaking out where if they do pull this out fucking rabbit out of the hat has uh, a rabbit out of the hat 
They most likely, I think, <laughs> end up... You say yeah. rabbit out of the ass. <laughs> rabbit out of the ass. <laughs> classic magician yeah. trick. Well, <laughs> in the Northeast, we get a guy like that, but I don't know if they come back yeah. like that. That's when you go to, that's when, that's when you go to the, the after-hours <laughs> magic show. Yeah, it's just someone's <laughs> uncle. You're like, what the hell is this? Um, I could see in a world where they do pull this out and they win, and the Rams beat Detroit, and we end up having to go to Dallas oh. and have to lose to Dallas. That would be just... Well, Miserable. if we could beat Dallas, yeah, but I, I don't I'm think, not getting carried away here, though. I don't think that's going to happen, and I think it's going to be 27-17 Tampa Bay. Okay. I just that's, That seems realistic. I think that they might have a shitty-ass run game, and Avery made a point about making that team one-dimensional. I have a feeling that, sure, we might stuff the run, but I do not trust this fucking pass defense to save our life. And I get we get Slayback, which might help us out. So it's a big might for sure. Um, and Cunningham has another year, you know, another week in him. And it could help to have Cunningham, Leonard, and uh, Morrow, you know, in there doing their thing, I guess. But they haven't given <laughs> us thing. they haven't really given us any ounce of belief to hope that yeah. that would be a thing. So, sure, they might stop the run. But Morrow's like, thing is getting gassed on this, it by everyone this on the defense pass. hasn't stopped an offense in totality yet. And in the playoffs, you have to shut down the whole thing, make them throw and then make the throws terrible or make them run and make the runs only gain one or two. And every time we stop one, they either throw for 400 yards or they rush for 250. So like there's no it's like a lose lose. So I see 27, 17 Tampa Bay. Hmm. OK, yeah, I. Uh... We're both predicting a loss. Right. Tre- Trevor's somehow very optimistic on yeah, this team. Yeah, you guys yep. are on, like, we should keep Sirianni, but you think we're going to lose. I'm like, we should fire him, but we are going to win. See, I don't know about nothing, that. Nothing a lot, makes, of, lot of, yeah, it's nothing team. makes sense. Yeah, nothing about this we're team makes sense. We're in the twilight zone yeah. with this team, baby. It is what it is. You know what does make sense, though? I say we fire Sirianni and then promote Matt Patricia, the head coach. Oh, God, no. that, that makes <laughs> Little sense. Yo, what about that lady on the fence? Oh, oh, what what exactly happened there? So this was She's Saturday been... night. She must have seen the future and saw the Eagles were going to get embarrassed by the Giants. Yeah. Oh man, you know what I thought of when I first read that article? Though I thought of deer. You know, how, like sometimes they jump the fence by the highway, and they hit the fence, and they get stuck. I guess. Yeah. Never seen a deer like that. Yeah. It's just wild. That's what I thought of. So I was like, well, how did she? And also, those fences aren't like. To get Where impaled, she, fall? she like fell. How do you fall? The fences or? are like seven feet, eight feet tall, and they're well. She was trying to climb the fence. She was probably hammered. Yeah, but there's no like foot rails. They're like slots, so it's tough. You ever try to climb? That shit's hard to climb up on. I've tried to climb fences like that before. I it's don't not think like a I chain link though. You can end. like climb up like yeah, a squirrel. Yeah, it's like the iron bar. Yeah, you gotta have some good upper. So she probably tried to hurdle herself and just, and then she got stuck. And then she just sat there, where I guess she her friends weren't there because or her phone. Yeah. You can't reach your pocket? She must have been just like on. Ugh. But. That's pretty grim. My point being, man, she saw the Eagles were going to lose. She's like, yeah, dude, this is this is it. This ain't worth it. That must be yeah. it. But that's fucking. I mean, just the logistics of that is pretty incredible. Like the odds of someone. Apparently her body this. sat there impaled on the fence for hours. Five hours. How'd no one see that? Is this kind of dark sometimes on that fence? I mean, also, no not, one's really looking. Not people driving by there that. But she was around Xfinity. You would think someone would be leaving Xfinity or walking around Xfinity and be like, oh. Or if she was there with friends, they'd be like, oh, she'd been missing for several hours. But maybe they thought she Irish goodbye. I'd be doing that sometimes. 
Um, yeah, Bob, I was trying to climb a fence when Irish goodbye. Like that makes that that should I. I don't understand how this how this person just happened to go on the fence like that and then do that. It's horrific. Obviously, feel bad for everybody involved. I guess the one person involved, but <laughs> yeah, that just seems something. Something seems a little bit askew there. It's like a true detective episode. You don't just end up impaling yourself on a fucking fence outside of a bar. Hmm. Maybe that's what the new season of True Detective is all about. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, True Detective is coming back, dude. Yeah, I'm not yeah. excited. That January, third season Jody was Foster. banging, 14th, yeah. First time two female leads like that. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. last season with Mahershala Ali, that oh, was a yeah, good season, yeah, dude. I like that one. First one, we're just rewatching all of them now. We did the first season. The second season was booty. We did the third season, and now we're doing the second just to get us to the new season. I just can't take fucking Vince Vaughn as a bad guy. Like that second season yeah, so was garbage. I couldn't even finish the second season. It's just cringy. I've, I mean, I've watched it the first time, but I haven't. I've never revisited the second season. Sign me up for Colin Farrell being like a drug addict, alcoholic, there, bad that, father. But I will say, that. I will say that 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 second season had one of my favorite scenes in anything ever. Where like, because you know how he has that like kind of like the kid. the kid who's like fat and gets bullied or whatever yeah and he goes to like the house of the kid that like bullies him and just brass oh, yeah. and beats the yeah. shit out of his dad and says like i do remember oh, this and he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna like i'm gonna wait. i'm gonna i'm gonna oh what's it oh i'm gonna skull like, fuck your mom with your, your dad's, dad's headless ass corpse yeah. on it's like and, and and the kid's name was Aspen, yeah. so he was like, and he's like, "Fuck you, Aspen." <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like one of the greatest what? scenes, one of the greatest scenes I've ever seen. Oh, the way that he man. got to like how to, the way that he found out his son's bully, he was like, "All right, tell me who stole your shoes." Like, no, he's like, "Tell me, you fat fucking piece of shit." <laughs> it's like, tell me your bully, and then bullies his son to tell him the kid's name. I'm like, damn, this guy's nuts. Damn, I gotta go. Maybe I do have to go. Back it's, I, I might have season. to watch it again. It makes, honestly, we're literally we just watched the first season, the first episode again last night. And I'm like, I don't even know how, like, what's going on. Like, the it is first, very convoluted. No, it's not. It's just really poor. I remember like, having to like written. the last few episodes. I had to like read like recaps to like understand because I couldn't keep it straight. The first it season, was, third season, impeccable. You understand what's going on. No big deal. This one, I'm like, how the fuck did there's just people die? Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't understand why everyone's even attached to this shit. They're like in a random small city in a city. I don't fucking know. But yeah, birds lose on Monday. Yep. And then we can watch True Detective on Tuesday. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Hey, it comes out on the fourteenth. No. It comes out on the fourteenth. Uh, Sunday. I would yeah, imagine, we can watch yeah. it on Sun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, think it, I think it starts Sunday. Yeah. All Build right. us up just to break us back down. Yeah. I hope it comes out. You think it's going to do episode by episode or the full season? It'll do episode. It's HBO. HBO, HBO does episode, episode yeah. by episode. They do, it the right, they do it the right way. Yeah, I guess Got to build that suspense, dog. Yeah, maybe, you yeah. know. Can't be blowing your load like Netflix does. <laughs> Just, um, but big Flyers news. This, I'm, I'm pretty pumped to talk about the Flyers. Oh, yeah. This is the spiciest, oh, yeah. this is the spiciest uh, uh, we Flyers got our, week that we've had since we started the pod, I think. We got our J.D. Drew. Yeah, exactly. We haven't had this anything like this in, JD Drew, dude. In, uh, in any for any team in a while. So obviously, as you probably heard this by now, uh, the number two prospect for the you know right behind uh, Mishkov, Cutter Gauthier, who just you know lit it up in the uh, World Juniors tournament. Had like the most points in the tournament. Everyone was getting excited we about him. We gave him a shout-out last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about we're it last week. his phrases and whatnot. Then Monday night, 
just during the game, <laughs> they just announced out of nowhere that he's been traded. Like, what the fuck? Um, so, you know, comes out that he apparently did not want to play for the Flyers. Yeah, and you know what? Man, you, fuck that guy. Yeah, if you don't him, want to man. play here, we don't want you here. Yeah, I mean, it's like, um, yeah, I mean, I guess like the like there had been sort of like some little like inklings that there was some issue because he didn't show up to training camp last year, and that was and there was like some excuses made that like oh well, he had like a long like college playoff and then he did this and that and he just I'm, was, I'm uh, pretty sure we bought into those and like yeah track, I think yeah. like I I like kind of bought into it because like i don't know i didn't who wants to believe that like one of your star prospects is like disgruntled or whatever but um yeah it turns out there is actually quite a lot to that so he's gone he gets uh traded for jamie drysdale former sixth overall pick and we also get a second round pick in 2025 that could be a pretty decent pick because the ducks fucking suck ass yeah suck like a duck yeah fucking uh children's movie ass fucking team <laughs> that uh, movie was all right growing up though. yeah we all like yeah. the mighty ducks yeah well it sucks that they're not called just called the mighty ducks like just go in all in on right it. right just call yours you know but anyway that's neither here nor there but um yeah i mean i feel like the like the <laughs> that like monday night just be, I, I was just like you know glued to like Twitter and all that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, I barely watched the yeah, game. Yeah, barely. Oh, yeah. Like, who cares about what happened to the game? Doesn't matter. We lost. Uh, the Penguins were really good that game. Um, but it was just like a, a roller coaster of, like, at first it was just, like, it was, like, shock and then confusion and then anger. Yeah. People were very mad. Then, but then finally excitement. Yeah. Because it was like, you know what? Like, the more I hear about this guy, uh, Gauthier, and, like, the reasons or the non-reasons why I left, like, it, like... You know what? Fuck him. Feels like we kind of dodged a bullet. Yeah, guy's a pussy. In a way, yeah. Like, and most importantly, we got a new enemy in town. We have a new like we Hell have like yeah, because like, because and it was funny because we were watching that. Uh, I was watching the Penguins game, and it's like this rivalry doesn't really have the juice I had anymore. Like Crosby, like who really cares? He's at like the tail end of his They're career. Old, exactly. Yeah. Like, I said this the last time we played. Them. Yeah, old. it's just it like whatever. Like same. so, we finally have a new villain. Like we're not going to see him as often because he's in the Western Conference, but like. It's nice to have a new, uh, you know, a new real blood feud. Yo. And we have a direct correlation to the feud because we have the guy that we, tr- like, you did a whole player trade that way. Mm-hmm. So it'd be nice to have fucking the new guy just level that bitch ass yeah. dude when he comes yeah, to the Philly. D- oh, my God. Yeah. They did that at home. levels, levels the, yeah, the I would definitely, I can't wait to get. Oh, uh, that game would be, that place is going to go gonna nuts. That game's going to be lit, dude. Yeah. yeah the schedule Someone comes out of the next going to be throwing batteries. Someone coming <laughs> out of the stadium. Drew all yeah, over again. I'll be there throwing D batteries yeah, at this I'll throw a fucking brick. I'll give shit. Yeah, I'll kill his whole family. I'll take a nine. I'll take 10 packs of 9 volt, just be bombing him. I'll fucking kill his pet dog. I don't give a shit. He has been getting death <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I'm playing, you know, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. We don't want to do that. But, I'm playing. Uh, but, Trevor, you were the one that, po- as soon as the trade happened, posted in the group chat with a picture of a gun and it tweeting <laughs> at Color Goatee. I didn't post the tweet because I knew I would get suspended. <laughs> but, yeah. but I'm look, sure all, some people did. We're all joking around. But, but no. um, <laughs> yeah, man, like. It's a roller coaster of emotions for Philadelphia sports. I mean, the thing week. is, like, okay, like, here's the thing. Like, if the guy, like, I, get, I mean, this is one of the risks you take when you draft college players. They can, like, just kind of wait it out. And, I mean, at least they, they um, you know, uh, took the initiative and got a good value back for them. Like, some of these, in well, the past, never... like, there's some teams that have waited out and they just, like, 
become free agents and they just lose him. So I'm glad they didn't do that. Well, he'll never be as you know a hot commodity as he is now coming off of that. Right, exactly. Win, they you know, trade him at exactly the right time. Keith Jones yeah. even said, yeah, yeah. there was he, never he, even, was, he wasn't going to have any higher value. You know what I, I don't appreciate though, and I understand that he's a young buck and all that. Like people are a little you know, sensitive and all that shit when it comes to being like a college player and like maybe he's young, not ready for the big thing and this and that, but like don't be ghosting the franchise like that. Like you can't that even is, take yeah. you can't even answer a call. Like well, that's, that's just bad. That's just being dumb. But and immature. you also as a professional, like you never know when who could be in the room whenever you try to go somewhere else. And like now that you have that fucking stick to you of that like when you when you're unhappy as a fucking eighteen whatever the fuck old he is, like yeah. you're just gonna not respond to a GM of a franchise. Like if you have, like, if you have some like reasons, whether they're good reasons yeah. or bad reasons for not wanting to play, like fine. But like be a fucking man. Like right. sit down with the people and like tell them that to their face and explain it to right. them. Or just answer like, the fucking phone. Yeah, it's all take it's a phone insane. call. Like uh, you know, uh, John LeClaire, Patrick Sharp went to visit him like after a Boston yeah, they college went out game there to Sweden. Yeah. And they yeah, the, the, he goes to them then sent, sent sent his fucking coach out to tell them that they didn't want to talk to him. Like that's just I'm sorry, it's like fucking bitch shit. And then they fly all the way out to Sweden during the tournament this past like week or so. And he doesn't want to meet with them then. And it's just like, dude, like, I mean, that's like, I'm, just you know, a-, a lot of times, like, I think that, like, you know, character issues are overblown with, like, young guys like that. But it's like, that is a red flag. Especially yeah. after getting drafted, but like, I can't wait to play. Like, you, right. didn't, you didn't just say, like, why did you make a complete 180? Right, you didn't keep it quiet. Yeah. You were, like, sucking Philly's dick when you got drafted. And it's like the fact that they're just, he, they, him and his agent refused to reveal, like, what the reasoning was behind this. It's just like, well, people are just going to speculate about it then. Seen, so, like, whatever people are going to say, they're going to say, and that's gonna on chew you. It up, like, we're going to build that you, shit up. Yeah, as long as you don't come clean and just say what happens people are just going to assume the worst and that's fucking that's your fault well you've seen him do an interview he was like well i just want to keep it personal between this is between me my agent my family it, 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 it's a personal matter yeah fucking pussy. it's like bitch yeah. miss me with that dude yeah fucking then man, he's not a just... he, he would not and <laughs> <laughs> he would not fit here it. anyway yeah 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 you, yeah. you, like you like dodge the bullet like i mean this could have been another like pierre luc dubois situation with fucking torts like yeah, you yeah. made for this city, dude. You and like you they were and like it. there's been all this speculation. Like, was it like he didn't want to play for Torts? Which is, uh, I mean, I don't. Uh, I mean, that's like if 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 just having like a coach that yells sometimes and practices hard is enough to like deter you, then like then fucking good. I'm glad we have a coach that filters out all the like weak little bitches. <laughs> if right. That's, if that's the case, right? Then like good, you know. So so yeah, there's Charlie O'Connor posted this article about the trade. And um, some of the theories as to why Gautier didn't want to sign. There's the Kevin Hayes angle, which we'll get to that. You've got that clip, which oh, yeah. we'll get to in a moment. But um, I won't read that part of the article. Hayes, for what it's worth, Charlie reached out to to Hayes. Charlie, who covers the Flyers for PHLY. And uh, Hayes said, strongly denied it. I have never said a negative thing about torts or the organization to Gautier in my life. So the Kevin Hayes angle is out. The Tortorella theory, you've already touched on, but then this one's interesting. So Scott Hartnell, like moments after the trade, or maybe after the game ended on Monday night, his theory was that Gautier wanted to sign his entral every contract after his freshman season, and the preference on the part of Briere and the Flyers to have him return to school for one more season was the driving force behind Gautier souring on the organization. It would fit the timeline of Gautier's apparent change of heart, and maybe after tearing up, the where are we at here? 
World Championships largely against professionals, Gautier returned home, especially frustrated that he is not yet locked up to an NHL entry-level contract despite proving his readiness for the next level. Another possibility is that the turmoil within the Flyers organization in the spring and summer 2023 played a role. Fletcher, Chuck Fletcher, who drafted Gautier, was fired. The chairman of the team's ownership group was ushered into retirement. New faces in charge announced a looming rebuild. Maybe from the outside, the Flyers look at Gautier to be an organization in chaos and one he wanted to avoid. I think that last point's probably noteworthy. I mean, it's stupid for him to think like, yeah, this team's fucked. I'm out. Yeah, especially like he's I mean, not going to a team. Why do you? In... Why do you think he got drafted fifth overall, buddy? Like, it's right. right. in a good place <laughs> right now. But it's like, yeah, I mean, it's it's wild to me that like uh, he would have been comfortable just riding it out with fucking Chuck Fletcher. Right. But then, like when the when when the team actually like gets new uh, people in the front office, is actually turning a page, committing to like building something. Right. That he's going to be a big part of. No, That's what sours you. And no, Mishkov's coming like, over. Right. Yeah, like you, you would and rather just be on the. Pissed him off a little. You'd bit. rather just be on the Chuck Fletcher, just like a guy who's just fucking flailing to save his job every year, like ma- being like a bubble team. That's 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 what you wanted to do, and you're going to Anaheim. You're not going to be in yeah. a team that's going to be in any better position. You're yeah, in a worse be good off for team. a while. Yeah, and like maybe it is the money thing in that second like second se- s- segment that I brought up. But even right. still, it's like, dude. But even again, like even if that was the problem, even if like whatever one of these things was the problem. Just fucking say something yeah. about it. Right. Like, just, like, if, like, the whole thing with, like, him not getting any sort of contract because, like, the Flyers didn't want to take, like, a go above the cap and all this kind of thing. Like, okay, like, that's whatever. Like, I, I guess, like, if you want to be mad about that, that's, like, legitimate. Like, that's fine. But, like, if, if his agent had, like, called and explained this, I'm sure they could have worked out something. Yeah. Right. Like, it's just, like, the, to just be, like, a, a fucking petulant little child about it and just, like, yeah, I'm not gonna talk to you. I'm mad. Yeah, yeah just like, being a little bitch. He off. sounded like, like such a bitch in the interview. Dude, I saw too. Like, like Tort says, my this blood team's was got curdling. this team's got balls. This kid's got yeah. no balls. That's what it comes down to. He didn't want yeah. it for no balls. Yeah, like, the Kevin, the Kevin Hayes thing is funny. Like the uh, uh, that was like Anthony San Filippo yeah. who like you know aired out this uh, this whole theory <laughs> that uh, quote which Kevin Hayes fingerprints all over. Yeah. Dude, this is the thing. Like. And like I don't want to, I don't want to like uh, do it. You know, get into like you know talking shit on other podcasts. Do it, do it, do it. Is, I think this is the one we would have to. I, but like, here's the thing, man. This and this kind of is uh, brings up kind of like a broader issue with the fact that like sports journalism and like content creation are just becoming like blurred and like the same thing. And a lot of times it causes problems because I'm sure that like. The uh, their po- uh, uh, snow the goalie the crossing broad podcast with uh, him and uh, Bundy and that other fucking guy, um, I'm sure they were loving the fact that that 10 second clip of him saying Kevin Hayes' prints are all over this was going wild on TikTok and mm-hmm. Twitter and all this shit for however many hours it was. But then, like, there's going to be when when it, when you when it gets into the point where it's like, oh, you're supposed to actually be like a journalist and have like in, like there's supposed to be some ethics Sources, to that, and yeah, you know, the journalistic integrity. Yeah, yeah. then then it be, then it becomes a problem, and it's like, yeah, you can't like it's hard to fucking um, you know thread that needle, mm-hmm. and you're in like dangerous territory, and now like <laughs> Torch fucking hates their ass. Yeah, any any press conference they show up yeah. to, Torch is just oh, yeah. gonna have fire in his eyes looking at these guys. Yeah, I don't have the full like him dressing him down, but this is 
was my favorite part of it at the end there. Is that that silly podcast you guys do? <laughs> <laughs> he sounds Italian Dude. as hell, man. Like, Italian. But yeah, I mean, it's just Damn. like, you, I don't know, man. It was, it was, it was fun. That, I feel like that was the first uh, real um, towards like blowing up at, at the media yeah, that we've had since he's been in Philly. Like, yeah. we've been waiting for that it. We incredible. finally got it. Yeah. I think my favorite thing he said in the past couple of days was the, the game we lost to Pittsburgh where they're to ask him about the trade. He's like, I don't know Color Gautier from a hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah. the thing, too. Like, it, it doesn't feel as bad where at least, like, we haven't had this guy play yet for us. But at least now with the guy that we traded for, what's the what's the cat's name? Uh, Jamie Drysdale. Drysdale, he was on the ice the fucking next day. Yeah, like, I, I, you know, watched, I watched so the like, game last it makes night. It, it makes that wound feel a lot yeah. like it, it sucks because we did we gassed up Cotier a lot last week, and we all were like, yeah, like between him coming back and then we got Mitchkov in the year or two, like damn, we have a young stud crew. Here we go. Uh, but Drysdale, I mean, hey, made that trade. Gautier pretty much is out of sight, out of mind. Doesn't he never impacted the team yet at all from that standpoint? Yeah. And this young buck is already out here. Like I fucking love it here. Like as soon as I touch a puck, they gave me a little standing of it. Like they were clapping, yeah. they were cheering. Like it felt great, and we won. My, they said like, "Would you feel more comfortable if we flew your parents out for your first game?" He's like, "Yeah,", yeah and they did. Like right there. yeah, yeah you know, there, the organization. Like they. That's the thing. Like I don't know what the fuck was up this guy's ass, but. It's not like the team doesn't want you to be a part of something big here, and it's going to take growing pains and whatever. But this other guy, he gets it. And I'm glad that he's kind of accepted that role. And I'm glad he's a defenseman, too, because every hit for the next couple of weeks, he'll be at home. I mean, it'll be electric yeah. in there. And yeah. especially when he lays out fucking Bitch Boy one day. Yeah. That should yeah. be great. Season. He should just drop uh, it off the bat yeah. and be sick. But, but, yeah, that is a good point you bring up that he's a defenseman, right? Because... Obviously, the Flyers rebuild. We know that Mishkov's coming over. He's going to be uh, a first-line forward for years to come, at least we hope. Mm-hmm. Gautier was supposed to be our first-line center, our other first-line forward. Obviously, not going to happen now. But the Flyers also had a hole at first-pair defenseman, first-pair yeah. right-handed defenseman. Big time. So, yeah, does could this potentially set the rebuild back if Drysdale doesn't reach his upside? For sure, but... The upside's there. We saw in his first game. He's Let's a really good player. Let's just ride this and wave for like, a minute. He can, he can skate really well. You figure you can fill the hole. He's only 21. The yeah. hole you had at defense. And, yeah, I mean, it is hard to find a, a first line a first line forward in the NHL draft. But maybe that's something you can sign yeah. in free agency. You can get in a trade. Whereas yeah, I mean, right-handed finding defenseman that right-handed or, defenseman yeah. is just as hard. Out, it helps right. out Carter Hart, and it's not the sexiest pickup, but like you said, it's a needed pickup, and you got Konechny playing lights out, you know what I mean? And, and like, the fact that he has all this upside is yeah. encouraging because, like, if you've seen, like, what they've been able to do with the rest of their defensemen this year with um, uh, Brad Shaw, one of their assistant yeah. coaches who's in charge of the defense, like, he's been able to turn, like, Razzle Pistorisalainen, who looked like a, like, the past couple of years, looking like he barely even belonged in the NHL. Like he's like a solid second pair guy. Sandheim's having like probably mm-hmm. the best year of his career for sure. Um, fucking Walker looks yeah. nice. He's gonna even Zamula's been pucking. Yeah, a little like bit. he's like really been able to coach these guys up. So like, I mean, I'm I'm hoping that like he doesn't uh, leave for a head coaching job. But if they're able to keep him and stability, get him to coach baby, him up, like you know, he could he could be real nice. Yeah. 
So fuck OTA. Yeah, yeah. Gautier can kiss my he can kiss yeah. my left cheek on Broad Street, <laughs> and then he can kiss the right one on Patterson Ave. Dude, yeah. miss me with his ass. But you know what? The fact that like Gautier or that Gautier is gone is just solidified the fact that this is gonna be fucking Mitchkov's team, baby. Hell yeah! It's gonna be it's gonna be like this, baby. <laughs> this is the thing we got. Like, I don't want going forward. No more drafting these college kids. I don't want anyone really spoiled college kids. No more of these. No more spoiled uh, Yankee pig dogs. I don't want to hear anything about Boston College. I don't want to hear anything about Michigan or North Dakota. I don't want to hear about the Frozen Four. Fuck all that bullshit. You want to play for the Flyers? You better be wrestling grizzly bears. You better be drinking vodka since you were five years old you, be- you better have uh, killed a guy by the time you get drafted Hunting moose. yeah you better have a pet moose you better like these you're, you're canadian or whatever you got you know they gotta like leave your family and start playing in junior hockey when you're like can barely walk not dealing with any of this any of this uh you know no, no more no more united states development program I don't want to hear about any of that. <laughs> no, no more of these suburban fucking spoiled kids. I, wish I don't want to hear flag, about. We should a flag drop in the background. Yeah, no yeah, more. That would be great. I don't want to hear about some top prospect who grew up in fucking Arizona <laughs> or fucking Florida. You got no ice over there. Yeah, yeah, you fucking ice. Yeah, didn't get cold. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you be coming from Siberia? I want your dad to be Igor. Yeah, yeah. I want you to. Your, mom, yes. your dad better be named Igor yeah, and I want your you mom better be named like Helga yeah. or some shit. <laughs> I, yeah. want, I, want, I want you to have read the entire works of uh, Fyodor Dostoevsky. <laughs> you better know all about Raskolnikov and, and Crime and Punishment and, uh, and the Brothers Karamazov. <laughs> it's a collective work unit, honestly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, Damn. I want you eat, eating rats like they had to do in this, during the siege of Leningrad. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's, what, that's, that's what this team needs, man. And, Bolshevik, you know and Mishkov, our boy, Matvey, he's coming, baby. That's a man, he wants to be a flyer. Who's our Russian goalie? Uh, Kolosov. 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 Yeah. Who's Fedotov? Uh, he's also a goalie, but he's not coming over because he got <laughs> fucked. He, he got uh, fucked by a bear? He tried to, well, he tried to evade uh, service, and they're never going to let him come over now. Oh, now he's but that war is going to be over soon, you know, so I don't, like, I don't think I don't think we got to worry about Mishkov getting drafted or having to do any of that kind of stuff. Okay. Damn. You know. Yeah, we did need a flag drop for but that. But anyway, though. yeah, you know. Sorry, Pat, I know you're part I know, as a Ukrainian, <laughs> as a Ukrainian, I'll let it slide. Dude. As a Ukrainian, I'll let that shit slide, but I understood the precipice of, uh, you know, what what we were doing here so i got it i understood i understood the assignment i let it go one day you'll get a ukrainian cat and we'll be doing the fucking hey man ukrainian yeah songs. we can get some of those dude. Yeah. yeah but damn anyway that's yeah it is a really good song you know what that song is the natural that we think of all the time though um what's the movie with uh what is it when he's on board he's the president oh fucking is it Air Air Force One? What's the what's the president's plane called? Air Force One. Yeah, yeah. With uh, it's not Kevin Costner. So it's the president. Ford? Harrison Ford. Yeah. And they let that guy out of prison, and they play that they play the national anthem. Oh, He's like yeah, coming yeah, out, yeah. and they're like, "Get his ass!" And they kill him in the square. Yeah, yeah. 
That's a great scene. But yeah, man, Mishkov's team, baby. Yeah, that's right, baby. Bring him over. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I, I mean, I feel like that. You know, it's kind of a double-edged sword where where it's like, um, you, you know, there's kind of like no rules, and are they gonna let him come? Or are they not? Like, I think it'll be fine. But on the other hand, if, if it's gonna be all this like loose and kind of uh, no rules, like, can we just? I mean, we are owned by Comcast. The one one nice thing about having a team owned by a, a wealthy evil corporation is like we got that we got that paper. So why don't they just send a guy over there with a big duffel bag full of cash? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just go you to the just owner, buy him out. Go to the yeah, just go to the owner of the Ska team and just like hand him a big duffel bag full. Of, there's it's just like a duffel bag full of cash, and there's like. There's like an AK-47 in there, <laughs> just, a, just as like a, a nice little like gesture. Maybe some new technology just be like, to help them man. out with. Like, what's it going to take? Like, give me a number. We got it. Just, I'm not worried about what's it. What's the exchange rate like from U.S. to Russia? Our money's probably worth more than theirs, right? Are they still right? on the ruble? I think so. Yeah, our money's probably worth is. more than Way theirs. Way better. Yeah. We got so many sanctions. We crippled their economy a couple of years ago. That's why they started starting all these fucking wars. True. Good point. <laughs> Come on yeah. now. But we'll uh, see. yeah, man, we'll see. But you know that kid. I think even yeah. Balls. I mean, I think like worst case scenario, he finishes out his contract and comes over, and it'll be fine. Yeah. 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 Go Flyers, baby. Hell yeah. New age of orange. I mean. Oh, man. I guess last thing. Shout out Travis Konechny, man. Yeah, man. Made the All Star team. Oh yeah, that's true. He's been he's been pucking. Oh, was that that game when they announced it? The place went nuts. Let's go, and he scored a goal yeah, yeah. Like, right after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah goal, he had like yeah. a shorthand goal that game. I think. Yeah, he got twenty-one yeah. goals, we sixteen lost that assists, game, but, yeah, five shorthanded goals. He's been playing great, dude. Even good for him. Well deserved. And as we said a few weeks ago, don't trade him. No, Mm-mm. especially yeah. now that you lose. Especially you know he could be that next centerpiece too to have mm-hmm. him yeah. on that offense. Yeah, but he should be around for a while. He's been pucking. Yeah. Yeah, I just had to throw that in there before we moved on. Shout out Konechny. I've loved Konechny since his days in the minors, dude. I always knew he was going to be better than Provorov when they were both coming up. I always knew that. <laughs> yeah. Provorov can kiss my ass, too. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, it's great. It's it's nice that uh, it was kind of fitting that uh, Drysdale makes his debut with, as number nine on Pride Night. Yeah. It was just Dang. like he's like the anti-Provorov. So, yeah, I'll take that. Full yeah. circle. Full rainbow. We don't have a whole lot of time, so I don't know if maybe we can leave the uh, six. I mean, there's not a whole lot going on with the Sixers. There's maybe. some Sixers talk. Man, MB's I just I just want to talk about the tunnels. Well, yeah, we'll keep the Sixers talk <laughs> brief. So the Sixers haven't been playing great. Embiid. It's all that rushing into your head. <laughs> Embiid had his 30-10 streak going into that game against the Knicks. Oh, yeah. The bangs, streak's alive, baby. Bangs knees early in the game. They start getting their asses kicked. Bring him back in the fourth quarter so you can keep the streak alive. He hasn't played a game since. Yep. He's missed. He's slated to miss tomorrow's game. Be his ninth yeah. ninth missed game of the year. Pretty much kiss that MVP. Yeah, he can only yes. miss Which seven more with. games. Which I think is okay. I don't think we can get hung up on yeah. the MVP. It would have been fun to see him win two in a row, but like, yeah. I, it doesn't really matter to me. You know, but a grace of God, if he figures that out and fucking goes on a crazy run and does it, cool. But like... We want to win playoff games and get that man a ring in Philly to keep him here. I think that he got the MVP last year. Big sigh of relief. He's playing at an elite level when he does play. You know what I mean? The team really should have 
won a couple of those games that they gave up yeah, in that stretch. Yeah, they should have won that game last night. Uh, so that's kind of defeating more that way. Like, I don't really feel upset when Embiid doesn't play anymore. Terrible coaching thing to have him back in there just to get the streak going. Yeah, that was stupid. But uh, that's more sign, though, on the other guys on the team. Not really, you know, you've had enough opportunity so far this season without Embiid playing to be able to kind of get into a gel and a rhythm. And, you know, to your point, we could go about free agencies coming up. Who do they bring in here? That's a clear telltale sign that okay Embiid hasn't played and you're losing to people like fucking Atlanta you know what I mean you're losing to teams that you should be beating like that even without Embiid in the playoffs inevitably you're going to have Embiid out a game or two so you need to step it up Uh, but you know I think that the MVP I think I'm I'm beyond that I'm, I'm looking ahead to you know hopefully him missing a lot of games in the regular season maybe is a is a promise to a healthier postseason because he could probably get what what would be the most games in the postseason twenty one in a row. Yeah, you figure three seven game series, right? The quarterfinals, semi twenty eight, five seven seven seven. No, it's seven 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 seven. Yeah, yeah so twenty eight. You know, so you figure that's almost a half a season. I don't know if he's ever played twenty eight in a row. I'm sure he has, but I. Would almost bet money he hasn't in probably, probably the last he two might have years. Done it once, Maybe the last yeah. two years though he probably hasn't. So if you figure he loses, he sits out the most games he ever had in the regular season this season. So he forfeits an MVP for a deeper playoff push. I would take that. I would take an Embiid injury well, late in the postseason. My whole thing with the thirty uh, ten streak. Not that I. Not that I want that to happen. Is why is that so important that you have to bring him in in a blowout when he banged knees? Like, that probably made this injury that he's dealing with right now worse. He didn't have to come in after he banged knees and you're down 40 points. I'd also you know like saying? To... That was so stupid. The The MVP should take priority over the 30-10 streak. Making the play, or we're going to make the playoffs regardless, but being a two seed or higher should take precedence over winning the MVP. And obviously, making the finals should take precedence over all of that. I also it's like they feel put like the 30-10 streak in front of everything else. The 30-10 streak, too, like... Uh, the other, you know, he's up against what Kareem and Wilt. I will say, are those all consecutive games that they had that streak going? Yeah, probably. Yeah, and, that's the idea behind the streak. But yeah, no, but they probably Embiid, weren't sitting out getting hurt. But technically, yeah. though, like Embiid's, he's. Cheating. I feel like a streak doesn't count if you haven't played. Yeah, he's for three cheating. Weeks in a row it's also like, just such an arbitrary like. Who it's, cares? It's also it's a just like a made no, up. It's just <laughs> but, like, but the point of a streak is that you do it every single game that you play. In a row, yeah, and if you sit out every game. eight yeah. games during the streak, is it really a streak? No, because you're resting up, you're getting healthy. Then you play a shitty team, and you're healthy. You go 35 and 15. Yeah, you this, get hurt. You sit out against the fucking you know. Yeah. A streak like that usually it doesn't involve getting blown out by the Knicks. It's right. just, it's just I, I don't at this point I think it just doesn't it doesn't carry the same weight. I think it's amazing. I love watching the guy play. There's no knock on that, but I think that the whole streak thing is like. James Harden, when he had that 40-point game streak, had it because he had eight games in a row of 40 points. He didn't sit out one week and then do it again, yeah. and then they count that as a streak. Like, it's consecutive games played, and I, you can't count a game that you didn't play. It's like a, a starting streak. You didn't start, so it cancels the whole streak out. Yeah. It's no, just I th- stupid. I think the whole thing was dumb. Like they, they, they just cared about it way too much, and that's why the Sixers are where they are now, where they're solidly in the three seed, the Bucks. Aren't too far ahead, although the Bucks just destroyed the Celtics by like thirty-three points. When we le- it was forty when we left. Yeah, they they won by thirty-three. Oh, okay. I, ch- I checked, but um, yeah, the Sixers solidly in the three seed. If they had managed this a little better, maybe they have potential to get up to the two. But 
thing you got to worry about is the Knicks made that trade. The Knicks beat our ass. The Heat are on our heels. The Cavs are playing pretty good. I could see a scenario where the Sixers do fall into a four seed. and Donovan Mitchell put up 45 tonight. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The Sixers, they need to make a move because otherwise they're going to end up the three seed or worse. And not the end of the world this season. I mean, you go in the offseason with cap space and you can make moves, but... The way this season started, it'd be disappointing to end it with a four seed and another first or second round exit. It'd be a classic Philadelphia yeah. finish, though. That way you start off hot and then you just go off into the sunset, banged up. And... Yep, you'd be just like the Eagles. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yes, sir. Could be. All right, we can get to your damn tunnel. <laughs> Dude, I mean... It is funny. Probably one of the funniest stories of the year. We haven't had a real funny story. Like, I mean, this might be this is up there with like the submersible in terms of that just shit how was great. funny. It oh, is. I miss the submarine talk. The, sub- <laughs> the submarine, yeah, submarine talk was gold. Yeah, but the uh, the, <laughs> the tunnels. The uh... <laughs> right after the Russian song, he's like, "How about the tunnels with the Jews?" You're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> You're pushing it in. <laughs> but oh man, this is so funny. I'm still like not in completely clear on what the for people who don't know what we're talking about. If you somehow didn't see this, there was uh, apparently uh, connected to a uh, a synagogue in Brooklyn. There were these tunnels <laughs> that were built, <laughs> legit tunnels. Going, yeah, like tunnels going out into the street. Um, next to the buildings. Next, I've to seen them like too. a couple. Yeah, a couple like theory. Like I guess they started this like during COVID, but I don't know if it was really because of COVID. I think it was because they they couldn't, they couldn't legally go, go to synagogue. Yeah, I mean I don't know if anyone was really stopping them from gathering there. Like, but I'm sure you couldn't. In, you couldn't in, even in the heart it. of COVID people. Yeah, yeah. People religious. I think there was there was like down. some story, some part, some angle to it where it was like they were trying to like be able to. Uh, be able to tunnel like near like some former I don't know if it was like a former like rabbi's house or someone someone who they considered like a very like important like figure. Or well, something. they own like that part. Like they have their own like laws and like you, oh yeah, well, they, the, they got their own shit going down that, over there. That, like crazy. They, yeah, I mean the I mean it's almost like the Amish, you know, like, the they Hasidic, have their own. They're Hasidic. They are yeah, very Hasidic. much yeah. like the Amish. Yeah, yeah. with it's the like, big fuzzy hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, I hung out in Crown Heights or not? In I've like haven't. This is like the Japanese thing all over again. Oh boy. I've, I've hung out in Crown Heights before. I played with a couple I've of played, I've, played, I've played video games with Hasidic characters. No, I've hung, I've hung out in, in Crown Heights before. Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, they are wild with that shit, though, right? Though, like, they're like uh, really yeah. strict I mean, I about like not using electricity and not like oh, like on Saturday, like having to walk around. I forget what the term is. Well, that's is. why they I had to make I the tunnels because yeah. they couldn't so, yeah, walk they, around they, and walk into the thing. Yeah, they couldn't be yeah, seen. So walk, they, right? So they, yeah, yep. so they could, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, they, they are strict with that. Yep. But, they like, couldn't be caught cheating. That, yeah, but they, they dude, found that, out about that shit, though. That fucking, that, the video of the guy, like, coming out yeah. of the grate. Yeah. <laughs> some of the, one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. Like, dude, can you imagine, like, if you, like, if you had, like, a friend or, like, a relative or someone who, like, in the past few years has kind of, like, gotten sucked into the like the trump era right-wing conspiracy stuff and he's just like one of these guys that's like going on about how like well you know the jews like control the media blah blah blah. and you're trying to like convince him that like no dude come on like don't like calm down about that like it's not true like blah 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 and then that and then then there's a video tunnel (laughs) some hysteric guy (laughs) crawling out of the ground (laughs) and it's just like god damn it like what the fuck dude 
Yeah. And also the, the the there was like a video too of like I guess it was like inside the synagogue where they had like the entrance to the tunnel that was like plugged up by like a I don't know something and they like, like tore pews. down. Yeah, and then and then there was like there was just cops just dragging. Yeah. Like guys out of the tunnel. <laughs> These guys think like, the a couple of the people in there were like only like four or five cops showed up at first and then like all yeah. these guys like throwing pews and benches at the cops and like dancing and singing in the background. Oh, yeah, that like, riot was crazy. Yeah, Dude, they oh were also God. filmed when the cops came they were filming the tunnels with concrete at the time. Like yeah. shit was <laughs> there's, there's, there's more to this than just like a passageway in and out. Like something was something was going down. What do you think they're doing down there? I don't know. I'm not part of that tribe <laughs> but drunk. something was popping off. Something was not. They probably co- use on electricity down there on weekends. It wasn't kosher. They like to party. Wasn't kosher. No, they, they do doing... get bucked. They dude. do get bucked. Yeah. You so, ever I seen mean, them I things where see... they start dancing well, like, on the side of the pews? Yeah. 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 With all their hats and shit, just <laughs> all the dudes rocking. No women, just men, just yeah, just out with the, their little like, out. A true dudes rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is some dudes rock shit right there. Oh man! But did you see the the video that one like cop that's getting like, and he's just like trying to explain to people why like they can't. It's like, and he's just like, no, no, we plug it. He's like this like fucking like just like an Italian as fuck like New York cop. It was just so funny. And then at one point he's just like, no, we don't do that in America. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it so it's not easy funny. to say that. Yeah, well, we found a. <laughs> Who's gonna be the cops? Like, yeah, we found all these Jews in a tunnel, <laughs> and we had to get move them out of here. Yeah, that that's, ain't a good that look. You yeah. know, this client can't be. You know what I mean? That fuck that. I'm like, like, yeah. like, you know what? I'm gonna let Trevor talk about. Yeah, this it's right like we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm gonna try. It's like yeah, he's like on the phone with like the sergeant. It's like I'm gonna try to explain this as yeah. as sensibly as I can. He immediately starts. We found sweating. some Jews in a yeah. tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus! Just immediately <laughs> starts. <laughs> profusely sweating you're like i'm getting <laughs> fired like, today this is it oh my god but the video is insane i don't know how the hell those cameras up in there but they were like going they were beating the shit of these cops with pews yeah and they were wild all dude. Kind of shit they were and they were like happy it was wild like i said 2024 the year of violence well because the guy that's so funny someone owned the building next to the synagogue and he was trying to sell it and was like what the fuck is this and then like found this random tunnel and was like what the fuck and then they started backfilling it up and he was like, hold dude, on, like, what is going on? Yeah. Then the dude, there was also, there was, I saw someone posted, there was like a guy on Twitter who like months ago uh, made this post and he was just like, this is going to sound crazy, but like <laughs> there's, like, I live on the ground floor of my apartment in New York. I'm on like the first floor, ground floor, and I hear people underneath me like speaking yiddish <laughs> and everyone's like what the fuck this guy's fucking crazy and then this comes out and he's like i was right <laughs> you watch too many tarantino movies yeah. he's like no, i swear to god I swear oh to my god. god dude it's so funny dude i would love the the i wish there would have been like a, a press conference with our boy eric adams oh, see man. what he has Yo, to say he, about. Has, he hasn't spoken out i don't think so i mean i don't know if there's really that much to say i mean i feel like the situation i don't think they handled, want but, him to be on the mic they're like but, let's just yeah, you know, New York is a, uh, it's a, it's, it's a really incredible place because you could, uh, one moment you could be buying a nice tasty knish from a street vendor and the next moment you, you see a man with the funny hat coming out of the sewer. <laughs> <laughs> that shit wild, man. Absolutely wild. Oh, fuck. It's so fucking funny. New yeah, York. so we don't know the what point. these tunnels were for exactly. We they still start filling them up. They're Hell still, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know if we'll ever find out the true reason. That's for why it. they right. started pouring that concrete up in that bitch. They were like, we don't want anyone to find I out. Mean, they were doing it, some shiesty shit. You know, they do some sneaky shit down dude, there. Dude, it might, tunnels. like I said, like it might have just been like a sort of like a dude's rock thing where you're just like, 
hanging out with your boys one day and you decide to start digging a little bit and you, you get more they... into you get more and more into it and then it just becomes like a project in and of itself just for its own it's, there's nothing that needs to be a reason it's just dudes like dudes do love we digging just, we just like digging yeah True. dudes do love digging yeah just we like digging it's like maybe we can dig this further maybe we can dig it further and like what if it went up to the street <laughs> like yeah. just like, like they just got, got really into it something like that yeah. yeah that's true I mean if we all could connect to everybody's house that we like yeah, with be a cool tunnel we'd be kind of sick yeah man Imagine yeah. if like if, if no it's rain, like when it's no really cold. exactly when it's yeah. really shitty outside. If I could just like we walk from my house to your the house, tunnel, yeah. buck. we could record yeah. the pod in a tunnel. Oh, the echo, the acoustics in that. Hello, hello. Oh hell hello. yeah, damn. Have a little club tunnel. All I'm saying is, man, they better not be going. They, I hope they weren't using that just to go to the synagogue, man. No, it doesn't seem like they were just using it first. That's why they so, started... they were they were already having like huge gatherings during COVID, and like I think like the New York government is just like whatever like because they got their own laws and shit up in that town yeah well, in the they're area. like their own little like almost like Community. it's almost like an autonomous like yeah okay. they obviously like live in new york and are you know subject to the laws or whatever nah, but, but they, like, people don't be fucking really... with them people don't fuck with that area though a lot that way yeah it's just the like law, i will say whatever yeah it's just like you guys do what you're doing, I guess. It's like that <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that clip of the guy that had the like, people living next door. He's like, dead giveaway. He's like, I saw them people in that tunnel, dead giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that girl in that house. But, dude, it's funny. I don't know if you've ever seen um, a, a couple, a few years ago, there was, I guess they were having like the New York like marathon or whatever. And there was this video that was going around of like the Hasidic guys just like trying to cross the street, and they're oh, just like, yeah. and they're just like yeah. dodging around the runners. And it was and like maybe that was the impetus for like starting the tunnel. That was yeah. sense. So like, they don't have to deal with all these uh, all these fucking goys like running around they were the like, street, dip, dive, dodge, and dodge. Oh, it's so fucking funny. Damn, but yeah, Brooklyn's in shambles. Wherever they're at. Yeah, Crown Heights. Crown Heights is all right. Yeah, I was around in that area when I when I went up to New York. Uh, I don't know. I guess it was a couple months ago when I was supposed you to get them the tunnels. Chairs. You didn't check out the tunnels. Oh. I didn't. I didn't check out the tunnels. No, yo, yo. didn't know about them. Now you gotta if ask. I yeah, know, now, now we, we gotta, know. We gotta go. Now you gotta yeah, ask. Now we gotta you check know, out those tunnels. I mean, that's just the first synagogue that got hit. It could be. There could be oh, could multiple. Be they could yeah. be tunnels everywhere. Yeah, Crown Heights <laughs> is the only place in Brooklyn with synagogues, man. You're to start going around to like synagogues all over the country, just like everyone's like just touching the walls and like yeah, yeah just tapping <laughs> and seeing if there's a little uh, little echo on somewhere. some underground railroad shit. Like, yeah, a, yeah. there's a secret trap door under there. I'll take a tour, please. You're like, hmm, let's see what's going on up in here, real quick. But again, slippery, you like, you like, again, slippery you like slope. You can't be investigating. You know what I mean? You, you like, can't you be looking a, too hard. You like go synagogue. there and like volunteer to like take a tour of the synagogue. You're like pretending that you're Jewish and thinking about joining the synagogue. It's like, yeah, I'm interested. My family just moved to this area and I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you keep lighting your synagogue. matches. You and keep... you're like the whole, the whole time they're showing you around, you're all constantly like touching shit. Like <laughs> trying like, to find oh, the tunnels. <laughs> oops, sorry. I almost yeah. fell. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, just, uh, you opened the whole I thought, I thought this vent looked interesting yeah. over yeah. here. You put all the books off looking for the trap door. I wanted to make sure that the synagogue that I was going to bring my family to is very well ventilated. So I wanted to check out this little air duct over here you, you take a step and like stomp real hard and <laughs> yeah, punch a hole in the floor ground, yeah. like oh oops sorry i didn't mean to do that <laughs> the acoustics are real great in here it's really <laughs> nice in here uh dude you just like show up there just just really overplaying the part like it's just like a normal synagogue but you like show up there with the with the full like <laughs> the gear with like the full like suit and the, and the, the big fur hat and it's like uh beard. yes i'm interested 
the hat's like three feet tall. You're like, wow, I heard <laughs> yeah. so They're like, the hat's too way too big. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't reach that level yet. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know. That shit was wild. That It was a good week for random ass content. Like you said, people woke up this this year yeah, and chose violence, man. There's also the guy swimming in the Bass Pro Shops. Uh, what is this aquarium? all about? I didn't see, you didn't see that. I There's didn't see a guy that. in like you know like the Bass Pro. I don't think they really have any around here. Probably in like the Poconos uh, or I've something. Seen like them in like Bass Pro Shops. I've seen them in Bass like Pro the Midwest. Shop? They're like yeah. really, they're huge. I, I, I drove by them in the Midwest. But I guess before. Uh, I guess they have like these big like aquarium they setups do. in there. And there was some guy. I don't know where this was exactly, but he just like just got naked and like jumped in there <laughs> that's a good way to get your and dick and freaking and bit off by a fucking catfish yeah. i'll tell you what well when they dragged him out and like you know that i will say this man had a unfortunately small penis from <laughs> doing they a probably uh, got gnawed on by catfish they probably uh, gnawed it down he said damn inches. that water is chilly hold up i gotta get out of here real quick yeah they i will say they got like fishing equipment they got Camping stuff, good, you know. Yo, Cabela, if it's like Cabela's, Cabela's are guns. Right, there's like a random beam. gun alley up in there. Oh, I'm too. sure they got guns in yeah. there. Fishing. It always has a weird smell in there, but they got everything in there. Yeah. I feel like I've driven by a couple of Bass Pro shops, but I've never been in one. I've never had any reason to go. To go we went there. camping up it's the one really time in the summertime for like 4th of July. There's a Cabela's up by that way. Yeah, there's we a We went to that one like state park. Yeah, there's a Cabela's up yeah. in Poconos. There's a bunch up and down the East Coast. They're pretty prevalent in the Midwest. I went to one, dude. It's I think it's in, uh, I forget what part of Michigan it is. It's outside of Lansing, Michigan. And there's a giant statue of two golden bears fighting. Damn. Me and Noel, my friend Noel, shout out Noel. We took a picture in front of the golden bears. Hell yeah. It was the statue's massive. They're like 50 feet tall. Damn. Shit's wild. They take that shit serious in the Midwest. Yeah, they love hunting shit like that. Fishing, hunting, yeah. drinking, smoking, snorting. But yeah, my man swimming naked in the Bass Pro Shop Aquarium, he didn't choose violence. You know what he chose? Nudity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2024 is, is about to so be like, here in nudity as well. Unless punching them fish. Pretty much like, the opposite of violence. Unless you're like a, you an ancient a, Greco-Roman you, wrestler. You could be a sumo wrestler. They basically are naked. They're pretty yeah. much butt-ass naked. Sumo yeah. wrestling's pretty They got cool. way more skin showing than... Well, wait, never mind. That's violent. Have you ever thought about the idea that maybe they should get a sumo wrestler to be an NHL goalie? Because he just, like, just, would just occupies the entire space yeah. of the goal. That wouldn't be... The, he doesn't have to move. They would nah, try to outlaw, that, like, the that little, push. That little gut... Yeah. That little alleyway, though. The little five-hole. Plus, hole. this five-hole, he yeah, flexible. That's a big-ass five-hole. What if he's so... I don't know. If he just sat on his ass, just... With his legs kind of out, like at forty-five degrees. That's and a tough if he took strain out, what on the if he body. Took out the whole it's space? a big bitch you got sitting there all day. Plus, man, what if he gets hit in like the balls? You know, what I'm saying, what if someone shoots a puck as five hole? It hits his balls. Oh, you, ain't no, you ain't hitting no fucking balls. He's like got that the guy's. he's got the stick there. He's got the stick. They got that big ass front. Right front. They ain't hitting a butt. That ball is. Yeah, it, I guess that is, are, that is a hefty. Fupa. He's got the safest balls in the fucking league. Yeah, he yeah, just sits there. You got fair. like a few inches to squeeze the puck in on the corners. That's about it. It's not a bad idea. I will. Uh, but as I said last week, the only Japanese, or I guess, yeah, sumo's Japanese, right? I think. I don't know. This is your territory. I I'm think, out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't want to get myself in trouble. Yeah, but never I think, mind. Let me think, stop that. <laughs> I think it's Japanese. Samurai's Japanese. That's true. Yeah, ninjutsu that samurai. Yes. Seven samurai. Yes. Uh, but uh, nah, I don't. There's not many Asian hockey players. You know what I'm saying? No. Nah. There's Suzuki, who we saw yeah, last we saw night on the Habs. Yeah, yeah. But not like sumo size. No, yeah, he's a skinny. You know what I mean? Big ones. 
But they also train to do like they they train just to be. One of them should train to be a hockey goalie. They'd probably be the best goalie in the league. I tell you what, though, them ankles won't last on skates. It's a lot of strain on them big ass ankles. A lot of weight. One slip, bang, shattered a fucking knee. You can't. I guess that's a good point. They can't be skating at that weight. You put all that four hundred, five hundred pounds on. Yeah. Thin little rail. That's a lot of strain, man. Mm mm. And I, mean, I guess make- the other thing too is like probably, you know, how you would probably would have to score is if you just kind of have like a scrum in the front of the net and people are getting pushed around and you ain't moving and that guy. Just, and anyway, he might, but if it's he ice, might just fall. You might just slide, yeah. slide a little bit enough to create. He's an gonna opening. fall over. He's gonna be rolling over, all stuck on his back and whatnot. He ain't a turtle. He ain't a fucking. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> Well, we'll this is still this is still a man we're talking about. <laughs> well, if you're that large, you're not moving. You're not conscious. If you're that large and you fall on your back, you ain't getting up easy. Well, no, not easy. We're not no. that large, so we don't know. That's. I mean, this is true. Know. These I'm, are these are athletes. I would imagine. So when they go to bed, I mean, the they super wrestlers they're, they're they're standing up and they're when they go walking to bed, around. When they go to bed, they can't sleep on their back. They can only sleep on their side. They sleep on their back. They're just stuck there until the next day. They can't help. Help. <laughs> I don't know. I think they have. I bet they have a lot. Of, I, I don't know. I bet they. I bet they still have like a lot of like core strength. I don't know. Yeah, they probably do. Underneath the fat, like like obviously there's a lot of fat. They're like an offensive over, lineman. That's yeah. True. There's, a lot, of, there's a lot of fat covering it, so you don't think about it that way. But underneath they got like a they got like a hidden six pack. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I, I go don't that think far, so. But they're probably pretty broad. I think though, they're right? all just about like momentum, like just big bodies of mass, just. I think it's just momentum shit. Maybe that's the new. I mean, you know, because they got, do a lot of slapping. They maybe, slap the chest I mean, a lot. They smack them in the fucking big it old. It does titties. seem like they. There, you could maybe make the a transition from sumo wrestler to offensive lineman. Uh, it's hello, kind of the same. Have you kind ever of seen the replacements? Hello. I actually haven't. What? I have. Yeah. Is that hello? is that in that movie? There's a sumo wrestler that's a lineman. Okay. It's yeah. It's, it's funny. Well, I didn't even see that movie, and I came up with that all by myself. So. You should watch it. Super wrestlers for <laughs> offensive linemen, the new market inefficiency. Yeah, we already did it with rugby players. Yeah, but that's different though. They're more athletic. Sumo, you can't. I'm just saying, this is the next thing. You got to keep. You got to keep. Uh, you got to keep ahead of the curve. You got to find the next thing. Maybe sumo wrestlers. Yeah, we the said next the thing. Eagles truly want to be sure. innovative. They need to go over there and draft a couple sumo wrestlers. Yeah, hey, go real off the board. Jason Kelsey retires. Move Cam Jurgens to center. There's our new right guard. You gotta find and see if fucking Malata's got some boys over there. Bring some of his True. friends over yeah, here. Yeah, we can get some of his Fuck rugby that. boys yeah. too. Yeah. Rugby's the way to go. Tight end receiver. Rugby's the way to go. They're fearless. They're big. They can sing. They're Australian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crikey. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's just about going to do it for us here tonight, everybody. Please leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a follow on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube. Send us an email at citywidepod at gmail.com. And from all of us here at the Citywide, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Peace. Go Birds.